Advent. They used to use this back in Rome, ancient Rome. Whenever the emperor was gonna come visit, it was called his Advent, his coming Adventus. We now apply it to Jesus. It's like the boss is coming, look busy. It's a really big deal. So we believe obviously that what we celebrate at Christmas is Jesus' birth. That's Jesus' first coming, okay? He'd never come to the earth before, not in a body. Advent is then, it's preparing for that to remember that time, okay? So Christmas is then when we remember the time of Jesus' first coming, his birth particularly. But Advent has, has a second purpose, and that's to get us to, in a sense, use Christmas to remember, okay, that's when he came first, but he's also gonna come a second time. So interestingly, we meditate about his second coming before we look at his first coming, but they're, they're completely linked. There are, of course, some differences between his first coming and his second coming, one of which is nappies. So this is actually a bit of a scandal. My, my neighbors have a lot of Muslim neighbors and frequently I'll get chatting with them on the street and they really struggle with the Christian belief. To say the least, they really struggle with the Christian belief that Jesus is not just man, but he's also God. And sometimes they'll like, propose these things to me. They'll say like, you believe, you know, Jesus had, or that God had to eat. You believe that God died. And they're, they're really scandalized about this. One time, one guy even said to one of the brothers, do you believe that God has to go to the toilet? And the funny thing is we, we believe that. Yes, Jesus, he was fully man and fully God. He had to, he had to go to the bathroom. As a baby, Jesus had nappies. If you're not from Ireland, then he had diapers. When he comes again, he won't be the one wearing the diapers. When he comes, it will be terrifying, except for those who are waiting for him. And hopefully you and me, we're, we're part of those. We're the ones who were not only hoping for Christmas, ooh, but we're actually also the ones who are hoping for a second coming. For the early Christians, that was way bigger than remembering Christmas. The, the celebration of Christmas actually came a little bit later as, as a real focus for the church. But right from the start in the letters of St. Paul, he's like, He's coming again any day now. Be ready. Have this spirituality of waiting. And Jesus, if you remember many of his parables, he says, watch, therefore stay awake. Because he'll come back, meaning himself, he'll come back like a thief in the night. Might be in the first watch, the second or the third watch. So you need to be awake. Happy and blessed is the one who come, who is awake when he comes. This should mark us. This should be a, a part of, a major part of our spirituality, I want to propose. And this Advent is an opportunity for us to, maybe for the first time, take that on. I am one of those who waits for him. I'm one of those who's like, oh, I can't wait till Jesus gets here. So how can we live this, this spirituality? How can we live this Advent in a, in a really attentive way, in a watchful way? Fasting, it used to be a thing. And why not? You, you don't have to be told. You don't have to have the church say, you, you must, you must fast. In some ways, I think the church sometimes doesn't mandate things because she's inviting us into maturity. If you really want to get a lot out of Christmas and a lot out of Advent, then put a lot in. So I I highly recommend a little bit of fasting. There isn't a hard and fast rule on that. Ask Jesus. Ask him how to fast and he'll, he'll bring something up. Something will come up in your prayer and I'd say go, go with that. But I, I want to propose to you something that's just a way to pray this and it's to, to use the Mass. To use the Mass as your, as your focus. So the Mass, in a certain sense, the Mass is Christmas. Christmas is the Mass. So when God came on the earth and took on flesh. What happens in the Mass? A priest takes 
bread, this super simple thing, and he says these words over this bread, and it becomes the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. He comes. Jesus comes at every Mass from the throne of heaven down into the hands of the priest, no matter how sinful and unworthy that priest is. It's really, it's super mind-blowing. And there's a, a way in which we can really almost reduce the prayer that the Mass is down to one word, and that word is come. And this really makes sense. It's not just me making this up. If you look at, for example, the book of Revelation, the seals, if, you've, if you know from chapter 5, the seals of the scroll are being opened by the Lamb. He's the only one who can open them. And as he opens them, one of the four living creatures around the, God's throne cries out, come. And this is what initiates the end of the world. But it's really interesting because it's this cry, the whole thing sort of echoes with this cry, like, God, please come. We need you on the earth. We need your kingdom to come. We pray this in the, the Our Father, don't we? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That's the heart of it, the, the spirituality of Catholics who, who should be longing for God to come and God's in his goodness, in his mercy, in his justice to come, to set everything right, to set everything in me right, but also the world, that we would long that the world could be set right, that people would be saved, that they would see that he is He is the king, he is the one, he is their savior. And we should long for this, guys. We should be longing. When we see the stuff going on in the world, we shouldn't get like depressed and sad and we definitely shouldn't be complaining and we definitely shouldn't be overly focusing on it if it's affecting our hearts, like cut that, cut that stuff out. But when we do hear about this stuff, because we don't want to be ignorant of what's going on, it should lead us to prayer. It should lead us to him because he is bigger than everything. And he has said it's going gonna, it's gonna to get really messy. It's going to get really, really messy. But that we should just keep our eyes focused on him and to let everything be fuel to the fire of your prayer. And this especially gets, gets expressed and in a sense totally fulfilled in the Mass, which is awesome to use your week as you lead up to your Sunday Mass, or if you do it every day, to, to use it to, to really be looking forward to each Sunday. That's the moment of his coming and, and, to, and to use your prayer and to use the longing of your heart and your need for God. Be conscious of your need for him during this whole Advent season and then express it especially in your little prepare, preparation time before Mass and then throughout the whole Mass that you would, he would come. When you come to the readings, come Lord Jesus, speak to me in these readings because he wants to and he will use your faith if you will engage your faith. He will speak through your faith to you. In the homily, don't be thinking critically of, oh, here goes Father so-and-so, and check out. No, no, no. If you will engage yourself in faith and expectation, Jesus, through that priest, will rock you. But he's waiting for you to use your faith. He's dropping amazing bombs in there, but you're closed. I'm closed. But when I position myself in a place of faith and expectation and desire, Jesus speaks really powerfully through his priests. And then when it comes to the Eucharist and the preparation, everything, come Lord Jesus, I really want you. St. Maximilian Kolbe, the, the great Franciscan priest and martyr, he said, the culminating point of the mass is not actually the, the moment of consecration when, when the bread and the wine are transformed into Jesus. It's actually communion because that's, that's the place of fulfillment of that, that prayer of the whole church, of the whole of creation that longs and needs God. That's the point. And, and I really encourage you, I think I've shared this in another video, a little Thanksgiving after Mass, after communion and then after Mass, just 
don't go rushing off. He is there with you. And uh, you can then shift your prayer from come to welcome. And even, even a thought on that, to you continue to unite yourself to him in, in your heart, even to just pray that gently over and over. Jesus, I unite myself to you in my heart. St. Uh, Teresa of Avila said, the most important time, the most fruitful time for us as Christians is, is the time right after receiving him in communion. Uh, so, I, and that's, that's kind of, because that's the whole point, that's Christmas. Every Mass is Christmas. And in a certain sense, every Mass is, is kind of like the end of the world as well, that he comes in all his power and all his glory. And why does he come? He comes for you because he loves you. He comes in answer to your prayers and he wants to meet you with as much faith and love as you can uh, to, to receive him. God bless you and have a great Advent.